Welcome to the Neurodiverse Toolbox with Sheila Kieschlin and Paige Kieschlin. Well, he has to get his hot chocolate. Good afternoon. Good morning. No, good afternoon, Paige. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Mom. 11.57. Uh, close enough. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? My I'm eyeballs so are dry. Your eyeballs are dry? I'm sorry. Uh -huh, and I have to take little droppy drops in my eyeballs. Which you're displaced about? Yes. Are you? Would you want to take eye drops in your eyeballs three times a day? Well, Every day? I am not as um, sensitive about it as you are. But no, I wouldn't want to do that three times a day. Mm -mm. That's why I had my tear ducts closed. Permanently. I don't think that's an option yet. No, they have. They make you do all these steps. You'll you'll get to that step. It's the last step. The last step. <laughs> the last step. They try everything else first. <clears throat> so, we're not talking about eyeballs today, though. We're talking we are about. Not. We're talking about the gut. The gut. What a fascinating gut access. Subject. So, yes. tell me about the gut. Okay. So, did you know that 90% of autistic people have GI problems? Um, was I supposed to not know that? Yes, of course I knew that. No, you weren't supposed to know that. No one no, at home knows that's that. That's fascinating, Paige. Thank you for telling me. Up to 90%, which is a lot of people. That um, would be. Researchers have discovered the same gene mutations found both in the brain and the gut would, like, cause, like, the gut issues. Mm -hmm. I guess there's, like, a mutated thing that is in your brain. I guess that causes, you know... Not the brain problems, but like I guess the difference in the brain of how the brain works uh -huh. in an autistic person is also found in the gut, which makes the gut act differently too, which makes sense. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, research has also indicated a connection. Uh, I want Studies exploring the role of gut-brain access um, that meditates the response of the gut microbiome to various factors such as diet and inflammation. So there's like inflammation, well diet obviously because diet affects freaking everything. Diet does affect everything. So, like, matters. when we did that other episode about, like... It's a diet. Diet episode. Disorders. I think it's just about, like, frenemies or something. But one of them was that people with autism often have very particular eating habits or, or allowances for food. Yes. Sorry. The cat is being insane. I hear playing with the shades 
she is playing with the shade. I closed it so you could see me better, but she was about to rip into okay. it. Sorry, sorry for that digression. Um, so because of their very specific um diet Eating. that they have, usually because yeah. they're very sensitive to textures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's going to have an effect, right? If you're only right. eating like chicken nuggets. I used to have one client that only ate like hot dogs and pizza. Right. Mm-hmm. Not, not, right. And she was very aware of like what the health implications were because she was older. Not right. old, but like in her 20s. Older. Older. No. no. No, no it's better. And then she was like, yeah, I'll, I'll deal with the health implications. Like I can't. I really can't eat a salad. That's just not going to happen. The texture is too severe in a salad. Sometimes, though, like, wilted lettuce tastes disgusting. Yes, wilted lettuce is disgusting. I would agree with that. Welting lettuce. Don't eat wilted lettuce. Um... A relationship between improved gut health and decrease in oh, right, obviously. If you improve your gut health, the symptoms of your autism or any other neurodiversity probably will decrease. Yes. Cause and effect. The seesaw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, studies show studies done on evaluate. Okay, I wrote that wrong. Um, so diets like gluten free diets, casein diets, free and probiotic and multivitamin supplements have casein casein free. What it's the hell a, is casein? Casein is a specific kind of protein that's found in like regular milk. So like regular dairy products have this casein in it. So like when and you drink is H2 casein milk, bad? <laughs> not in and of itself, but it doesn't agree with some people, right? So that's why like in A2 milk, there's there isn't that casein protein. Casein. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's another thing, um, too, but yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> been shown to show, have been shown promising results. Oh, right. Okay. That makes right. Because, right. Remember when there was like the whole thing about, I don't remember what food it what food type it was, but all of the, the like these people were going around thinking that like this certain food caused more problems in autism what was mm-hmm. it like what was it it was something um, like marshmallow because that was my senior year and there was this autistic child in this first grade class that i was helping in mm-hmm. and i wanted to do this this psychology project with marshmallows and his yeah, parent yeah. oh yeah and his parents didn't want him to participate in it and i think it was because of the marshmallows something to do with marshmallows that were in the marshmallows Interesting. But I don't think that that's not true, though, is it? They like disproved that. I can't think of what it was. What food was it? I don't know. It was a certain type of food. Because they've proven a bunch of stuff, like the vaccine thing. 
Yes. I mean, even <laughs> the guy who originally said it back, backed up and said he was, it's not true. That's not <laughs> true. Um. Oh, well, what I, I can't think of it. All of you know what I'm talking about, though. Or can go look it up. Yeah. Um, so probiotics from my research probiotics seem to be super helpful which makes sense right because probiotics are good for the gut aren't they yeah they are everybody should take a probiotic in my opinion but probiotics (laughs) and prebiotics what is a prebiotic it's similar prebiotics your body before the probiotic yeah, usually it's a pill that has both pre and probiotics in it, but they're similar, but slightly different. Okay. Um, Probiotics have been thought to alleviate the progression of autism and reduce cognitive and behavioral defects. So probiotics are good. Mm-hmm. Alleviates the progression of autism. What does that mean? You can't be more uh, autistic as you get older, can you? The um, autism doesn't get worse. It's a spectrum, right? So yes. if you diagnose very young and you start to do stuff with your diet or certain um, certain other exercises or programs, you can... Um, you can lessen the problematic characteristics, right? Left untreated, right? Then it would become more severe. Right. Okay. In comparison. Okay, I understand. In comparison, right? Um, But, I mean, it is a giant range, right? It's a spectrum. Right. A big spectrum. Yes. What else? There are medic. Wait. I was on crack, I guess, when I wrote these notes. That's Not great. really. I don't do. I don't do crack. Just a. A disclaimer i don't do drugs and neither should you um sheds latent autism and offers previous potential microbiome based therapy microbiome based therapy which is therapies aimed at addressing behavioral challenges and in gastrointestinal symptoms associated with ASD. Microbacterial. No, macrobike. Mike. How do you pronounce? Microbile. Microbile. Okay. Huh? Microbial therapies. Which is? Microbial. Which is? Microbial. 
Um, antibiotics, antiviral, anti. Uh, it's like medicines that are used to prevent and treat infectious diseases in humans, animals, and plants. So it was not like real. Okay, I was thinking of it being like not like that type of therapy, but it's like medication. It's a drug therapy. Yes, drug therapy. I didn't know that was a thing. Um, to like prevent, uh, I would assume other like gastrointestinal diseases. Are there any gastrointestinal diseases? There are lots of gastrointestinal diseases, though. I know there's like disorders for like the GI system, but I didn't know there could be diseases in it. You can attract yeah. a gut disease. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, C. diff is an infection in your gut, or there's actually irritable bowel disease, which is different than irritable bowel syndrome. They're two different things, They're very different. different things, actually. Okay. Um, you can get cancer in your gut. Ooh. Yeah. That's gross. Um, there are there's like a diverticulitis, which is a disease in your gut. Um, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Excuse me. Right. Um, I thought they were just like those because isn't isn't? Well, we know. I guess that's not pots. Isn't anything to do is, with the GI? Something no, that's something no. else. Pots is very much something else. It's a it's a cardiac issue then what am i it's thinking a blood about? pressure issue i don't know crohn's crohn's disease is the gut yes so wait and then i didn't research this but maybe you know is it more possible than for someone who's autistic to have a digestional issue like a like a like like crohn's disease or I don't know if they whatever are else more likely i don't know that they're more likely to have crohn's specifically or some disease that like more like likely that. to i don't know but they are more likely to have i mean you even said 90 percent of people who are autistic have some kind of gut gut problem. issue problem i think of that as like you know constipation but constipation something that's like easily too. like fixable not something that like like crohn's disease isn't fixable is it i think I think another big part of the issue for people with autism is that we've talked about this before. I think the vagal nerve, which is the largest nerve in your body and touches almost every organ in your body is very associated with your, um, with your bowels, your intestines. And so the, issue often for people with autism is that that vagal nerve is very very tight because they're very like shut down sometimes or can become yes. very shut down if they're in a situation that is overwhelming to them and so when that nerve tightens it restricts your ability to digest your food correctly in anybody but they're in that state more often than other people are in that state. 
right? So right. like they chronically are having trouble digesting their food because of their vagal nerve is so tight. <laughs> okay. Add on top of that a poor diet or, or just like, you know, there's also this like theory that maybe the absorption of certain carbohydrates, you know, is a problem for people with autism, right? So if that's true, then there's something else to add on top of it, right? So I think it's, I don't think it's one thing. I think it's like a conglomerate of a bunch of because the body think, is all connected. I really think if a person with autism went to a GI doctor, the GI doctor wouldn't be like, well, your vagal nerve's tight. And let me give you some exercises, some breathing exercises to relax your vagal nerve. Like that would be, that would be a smart thing to tell them because they do need to learn to relax their, their vagal nerve. Right. Yeah. But I don't think. Do you think there are they, exercises for that? I just percent vagal nerve. Yeah. <clears throat> um, v- I don't know. You're asking the dyslexic person on air oh, to spell something. Vague, vague, vagal, vagus nerve. Yes. Vagus. Okay. Vagus nerve exercise is the like the first thing or that like- pops up relaxing there you go so uh let's see here breathing let's see here deep breath it's it's not just like regular breathing though it's like deep belly breathing belly breathing meditation Mm -hmm. of course meditation nerves um vegas High intensity exercises was found to improve heart function in patients with chronic heart failure. Okay, so I think just like basic like walking and moving around though. Like you don't even yeah, have to be that's a what it sounds like. Go for a walk. Go Everybody for a walk. should be just going for a walk. Not like a Rain. slow walk, a hot girl walk. I'd say any walk. Anything more than you're doing now is an improvement, right? And so what you can do now may not be anything. And what you can do in a month from now is more. So then you'd have to increase, right? So you're going to slowly increase. Um, There's also like specific kinds of um, massage for um, your intestines. Well, all your organs, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Listening to music. Right. Cold water, cold water immersion, which is exactly what you think. Jump into a cold pool or a cold. (laughs) I would say just turn your shower cold. Or just like loop cold. Mm, Pretty cold. Ice cold. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's just a good thing for everybody to, and you can research this yourself, but I think it's just good for everybody to turn their shower like all the way to cold for like the last minute of your shower. Maybe Ooh, two. Is that what you do? Mm-hmm. Really? Oh, the woman who loves hot showers? That's why I have a towel warmer. So when oh, I get out, I have my towel You can warmer. warm up. Uh, exactly. I do not like to be cold. Um, no. Right? So... um. 
any any of those things are good, right? Um, yes. To relax your vagus nerve because it plays a huge part, and I don't think I don't think many people are actually very aware of their vagus nerve. I think people who go mm-hmm. looking for the information because they're trying to like learn to calm down because they are like I think a lot of people who are like anxious or who have an actual anxiety diagnosis go looking for ways to relax and eventually come across the vagus nerve but it it actually does play a big role not in something people results. know about it, you don't learn about it like in school no um so um there's lots of ways of doing it laughing singing um <clears throat> chanting Yep. You know, I won't chant for you now, but um you chant. I do chant because that's what I we do at church. We chant. Um <laughs> excuse me. Um so I think there's lots of things out there. You just have to like be curious and research. Mm-hmm. Do you learn anything else about the gut and it's, there's also it was all like, scientific. It is very scientific. It was like I the didn't understand tissue. half of the things they were telling me. Look I was up. like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, so I'm going to click off of this now. Instead of looking it up, be curious. Um, I know. Um, there's also like what your gut is made out of is very similar to your brain, right? So there's right. always yes. that connection. That's what it was saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. The gut and uh, brain are similar. They're very similar. That's why, like, if you're truly sick, you can't talk yourself out of, like, throwing up. Because the body knows what it needs to do. And if it needs to expel something, to it will do it. Gross. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. The body is weird. It's made to heal itself, though. You just need to, like... Trust it. But a lot of people don't. You know, we're very like, let's go to the doctor and get a pill. Mm-hmm. But if you, you know, listen to your body, it'll tell you what it needs. Um, yes. Do you have other other input? Mm. How's your gut? Um, not good. Not good. <laughs> not good. What makes it not good? diet mm. and lack of exercise mm. yeah what do you want to do about that I want to get up and move around it's just it's hard to move around sometimes what do you mean like not like physically it shouldn't be physically hard for you to get I, I am not having trouble physically getting up just like when it's cold and gross outside or you just feel unmotivated to go walk when it's it's not really the motivator to go outside and go walking when it's when it's icy out and cold or when you just like don't feel motivated it's hard to do stuff it is so how do you make it how do you make it more fun to move i found this app okay 
that pays you to exercise. And have you started they using just it? just downloaded it. So I don't know much about it. But it like pays you to, there's also this thing that I get on Instagram all the time that I've never actually looked into, but I guess you could like reach these milestones and they send you a medal. So there's like this, like, it, like Instagram it gives me this, like this advertisement for like this Scooby-Doo one and you get medals every time you like reach a certain milestone. I was like, oh, that's super cool. That's funny. <laughs> um. I don't know. I there's this other phone app that I downloaded yesterday. It's like this self-care one that you like take care of like this bird. And you know, your self-care. I think the idea is your self-care is the self-care the of this bird. Of the bird's yeah. self-care. It's it's interesting it, that they picked a bird and not fish. like a cat or a dog. Yeah, I don't Wait, know. Because the I app feel is like called Fish. Finch. Finch. It's like this cute little finch. Okay, cute. Catch a new pet. You're going to be purple. We're hatching an egg. You hatched Burby. My they, them, and they, them bird. Okay. My girl, my bird's going to be a her. Uh, let's see here. Your name can be Waffle. Curious. I am awful here, nature. On page, nice to meet you. Okay. Increase your friendship strength with Waffle by checking in, having adventure chats, and petting her. So, like, there's drink water, make bed, wash face, take a shower, step outside of my home, get nice. out of bed, say one great... So, it's, like, physical self-care and then mental self-care. Yeah. Like, making your bed isn't going to help you physically, but it'll help you mentally. Yes. Walking outside actually does both. It's good for physical and mental health. Yeah, but like I'm assuming what you do is if you do these things, then the bird probably gets bigger and maybe grows some feathers because Waffle's looking very naked right now. Oh, poor Waffle, especially up in Montana. Um, <laughs> so you Let's could use it out of my house today. Good job. Mm -hmm. Um. So uh, perform a three-minute exercise. Like that. Sorry, and that's a way to like gamify getting mm -hmm. exercise. Yeah, I also have other people that like go with a friend, or um, if you have a dog, that's great because you have to walk them usually because they'll bother you until you go. Yeah. For a Maybe walk. we should get a dog when you get a house. Um, yeah. When I get a house, I can get pets. Um. Right, but there's all kinds of ways to, you know, you just have to know what's what's motivating for you. Sometimes it's a, then, it's a book um, or music or going with a friend or I know some people that like maybe going for a walk isn't their thing, but they'll play like some rec centers will have like adult kickball teams. It's cool. Right? Kickball? 
everybody can play kickball. Uh-huh. Right? So they're definitely like more fun and interesting ways that you can get some movement in that than like going to the gym or the Lafayette Rec Center has um has what is that game called? What? It's like a a it has walls and then you bounce the ball and hit it on the wall. Oh, racquetball. Racquetball. The Lafayette Rec Center had racquetball. A lot of places have racquetball. So racquetball, that's like if you're doing kickball or racquetball or something, like that's social as well, which is also good for you. Yes. Um, a smash room. Yes. Or axe throwing. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Those are definitely different ways to get some movement in. That are, you know. You could, if you live in Montana, you can get a permit to chop down your own tree and go into the woods and chop down a tree. For Christmas? For Christmas. You could chop down your Christmas tree. 11 months from now. Um, Yes. (laughs) Okay, cool. So, so go move. Which will help Fourth of July tree. Fourth of July tree. Um, go go move to relax yes. your vagus nerve so that you can feel better. Yes. Awesome. All right. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you for listening. If you wanted to coach with me, see my information at Big Bang Coaching. Net. If you are interested in emailing us, you can reach us at the ndtoolbox at gmail.com. And if you wanted to see our website, please go to the neurodiversetoolbox.podbean.com. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Neurodiverse Toolbox.